The Holy Prophet also said, If a person covers a Muslim's weakness, Allah Ta'ala will cover his weakness on the day of Qiyamah. For example, if a person finds out that a Muslim has a particular weakness or has committed a sin, but rather than publicize it and embarrass him, he keeps it a secret, then Allah Ta'ala will cover his weaknesses and his sins on the day of Qiyamah. In a hadith, the Holy Prophet ﷺ established a core principle in the very first sentence. A, Muslim's, a Muslim is like a brother to another Muslim. We should treat every Muslim the same way we would treat our own brother, even if that other Muslim is a total stranger. With this one sentence, the Holy Prophet ﷺ has removed any justification for discrimination based on ethnicity, language or place of birth. According to this hadith, every Muslim is the brother of every other Muslim, regardless of which language they speak, which race they belong to, which place they were born in, or what color their skin is. In Quran Kareem, Allah Ta'ala says, O mankind, we have created you from a male and a female, and made you into races and tribes, so that you may identify one another. Surely, the noblest of you, in Allah's sight, is the one who is most pious of you. Surely, Allah is all-knowing, all-aware. Surah 49, verse 13. It means that all human beings are descendants of one man and one woman. Hazrat Adam salam and Hazrat Hawa salam. Therefore, as they have all the same, or as they all have the same parents. No human being is superior to another human being. The question that then arises is, if all human beings are children of the same parents, then why did Allah Ta'ala create different ethnicities and nationalities? 
why couldn't everyone be of the same ethnicity, speak the same language, have the same color of skin? Allah Ta'ala has answered this question with the word Lata'arufu, which means so that you can identify each other. It means that if every human being looked the same, have had the same ethnicity and spoke the same language, then people would have had difficulty differentiating between people. If there are three people of the same name, then we identify them through these characteristics like where they are from, which language do they speak, etc. Otherwise, these characteristics are not a matter of pride or believing that one ethnicity or nationality is superior to another. The only person who is superior to others in Allah's sight is the one who has taqwa, that is fear of Allah. The person who has more taqwa is closer to Allah, regardless of how poor he is. Abu Lahab, who was the uncle of the Holy Prophet wasallam, has been cursed in the Holy Quran in the verse, Tabbat yada bi lahabim watab, because of his enmity towards the Holy Prophet wasallam. While Hazrat Salman Farsi who was from Persia, achieved such a status with, that the Holy Prophet declared, Salman belongs to my household. <clears throat> this way, the Holy Prophet crushed all the myths of ethnicity and language by his own practice. Through his hadith and his sunnah, the Holy Prophet established the principle that Muslims are like brothers to each other, regardless of which language they speak, which ethnicity they belong to, and to which nationality uh, they, uh, they hold. It's not only people who were born in our country or people who speak the same language as us, who we are supposed to be good to. The whole history of Islam it witnessed to this that whenever Muslims divided themselves on the basis of ethnicity, language or nationality, they started fighting amongst themselves and got destroyed. May Allah make us truly believe in this principle. Ameen. We all say verbally that all Muslims are our brothers. But when the time comes to show it by practice, do we actually treat other unrelated Muslims as we would treat our brothers? <clears throat> all of us need to look into our own hearts and ask ourselves this question. And if we haven't been doing it as yet, then we should promise ourselves that from today onwards, we will treat all Muslims just like our brothers. May Allah Ta'ala help us fulfill this commitment. Ameen. In the next sentence of the Hadith, the Holy Prophet described the first sign of treating other Muslims as brothers. La yuslimu meaning that because a Muslim is another Muslim's brother, he will never harm him. It means that he will never attack his life, his property, or his honor, and will never violate his rights. In the third sentence in this hadith, the Holy Prophet says, Wala yuslimu. It means that not only a Muslim doesn't harm another Muslim, he also doesn't have leave him helpless. It is the duty of every Muslim that if they see another Muslim in distress or in need of something, then they should step forward to help them and shouldn't think, why should I waste my time helping this person? What will I get out of it? It was the Sunnah of the Holy Prophet ﷺ that throughout his entire life, 
whenever he heard about a person needing something or being in some sort of distress, he became quite perturbed and did not rest until he had done everything he could to help that person. It probably never happened that the Holy Prophet saw a Muslim in distress and did not help him, except after the time of Treaty of Hudaybiyah, when he had entered into an agreement that the Muslims would return, Muslims coming from Makkah to Medina. May Allah Ta'ala help us to follow this sunnah, his sunnah in this regard. Ameen. Wa akhirul dawana. Anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.